You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host for today, Monica Strutt, and today I have an excerpt from an interview that I did with co-host Katie Zaccardi all about launching a Patreon. And this episode is actually broken up into two parts. In the first half, Katie is going to take us through how to actually launch Patreon and in fact, what these steps are to launch anything in your band or music business. So whether that be merch, whether that be music, whether that be, you know, a teaching program, if you're doing teaching on the side or coaching, she's going to take you through all the necessary steps, including how to warm up your audience sufficiently so that they're ready to buy from you and your launch will be successful. In the second half of this interview, which will be going live tomorrow on Katie's day, she'll be covering the common mistakes that people make when they are launching anything new and also how not to feel salesy when you're trying to sell something. So that can absolutely be applied to promoting a Patreon. But again, this concept of not feeling salesy and overcoming that limiting belief can be applied to selling tickets for shows or selling merch or anything else that you're launching in your band or your musical project or your music business. Before we get started, make sure you are following me on social media. I'm Monica Strutt everywhere. And if you haven't already, go and grab my free Spotify playlists cheat sheet. You can head to monicastrutcom slash Spotify to get access to the cheat sheet straight away, which is going to teach you how to get on Spotify playlists, whether that be editorial or user created playlists, and also how to promote Spotify effectively so that you increase the chances of getting on those algorithmic playlists, which really can get you so much exposure. A lot of people rave about the editorial playlists, and that is a fantastic milestone in your project, certainly. But if the algorithm picks you up and you start blowing up on those algorithmic playlists, then that can give you so much exposure to new audiences, not to mention increase your monthly listener count and also increase your revenue. So head to monicastrat.com slash Spotify to get that. I've also left the link down below. And without further ado, let's dive in to the first part of my discussion with Katie Zaccardi, all about launching a Patreon or any other offer in your music business. So when it comes to launching, what are the defined stages of launching something? I'm going to dive into Patreon in a second, but sort of just launching anything. Yeah. So the three stages I take my clients to are first stage, step one, creating your offer, step two, planning your launch, and step three, launching. This is actually going to be the same whether you're launching a group program, one-on-one teaching program, or a Patreon. Obviously, for a Patreon, the creating your offer part, it's a little bit more done for you because you're like working within the paradigm of Patreon, but the structure of Patreon. But 
it, those are the three stages that you have to go through no matter what you are launching. Awesome. And do you think that Patreon is a suitable platform for all musicians or is there a particular stage of your career where you think Patreon is most suited? So I think that it's a good uh, thing to consider for all types of musicians. I wouldn't say that there's any like type or genre that shouldn't be looking to Patreon because you can definitely, again, even though you're working within their platform, you can definitely make what you want to make out of it. However, I do think that it's not something that you should launch right at the beginning of your career. So if you are just getting started and you don't have much of an audience built up yet, then this probably isn't the best step for you yet. And it's just because you want to get your audience used to giving out free content first and really getting to know you a little bit more before you bring them into a paid community. With a coaching program, it's a little bit different because you can, um, I mean, even still, you want to have the runway where you're giving out content for free and you're, you're doing things for free to get people to know you and then you would pitch your offer. But with a Patreon, a lot of people will view it more, more as a VIP program, like a fan club almost, a community. So they're going to want to be a fan of yours before they are compelled to join your Patreon, take the next step and pay you monthly for access to you. So you do need to build a little bit more of a foundation up in your music career in general before you go ahead and launch a Patreon. Just say that um, an artist has been around for a little while and built up a bit of a fan base and thinking about launching a Patreon as another stream of income. What are the the things that they need to consider? Is there anything that you would recommend? Because I know Patreon works in tiers. How do you Mm -hmm. kind of navigate, you know, how much is too low or too high? Should you have a few different tiers to kind of get to everyone? Yeah, I, for most of my clients, uh, I recommend having two to three tiers, but it also depends on what you're doing. Like some people will run Patreons almost like as a crowdfunding campaign, but sort of in a different way. Like this isn't music industry related, but I'm even thinking of, um, Becca, I forgot her last name. Becca with a K from The Bachelor (laughs) in in the U.S. And she and her boyfriend, who was not on The Bachelor, they're like watching her Bachelor season together. And so she started a Patreon, and I think it's one tier, and it's like five bucks. But in the Patreon, people are getting access to them watching it and giving their – it's like a podcast, you know – video recaps of them watching it and it's funny and it's engaging for people who are fans of the show and it gives people who are fans of her another inside behind the scenes look at what she's doing and another touch point of access to her so let's say you're a musician and you want to take people just behind the scenes for your album you could do something like that where it's literally just like one tier behind the scenes for the album and I'm taking you through the whole album process or maybe it's like for the tour and so this is for people to like get a behind the scenes look of the tour or like get video clips of all the tours um and they're just paying for one tier and everyone gets access to the same thing then it's related specifically to a project or another sort of initiative um one of my clients I think she mentioned to me that there's like a songwriting month coming up in February um I could be talking out of my butt a little bit here but she was saying to me that there is something where people are compelled to write like a song every day, something like that. Or let's just say it exists, even if it doesn't. Yeah, I think I've heard of this, actually. Yeah, I, I don't know the name of it, which is why I'm sort of like uh, seeming like I don't know what I'm talking about here, but I swear I do. <laughs> um, but it exists. And so she was saying um, that she was thinking about doing a Patreon 
for just this thing. Now, she actually has a Patreon already, so that we were talking about strategy, but I think, like, if you were going to do that where you take on a project where you're like, I'm going to write a song every day, or I'm going to write a song a week for six months, and you just want to focus your Patreon around that specifically and have one tier where you have people just be in on that project, and as that project goes, like, everyone in that tier gets access to the song, live streams, you writing it, blah, blah, blah. That could definitely work. Otherwise, though, usually it's good to have um, two to three different tiers for a more general month-to-month Patreon that's ongoing. And at each tier, of course, there are different perks. What do people need to be aware of in terms of the commitment around having a Patreon? Yeah, there definitely is a pretty big commitment to it. And so that's why planning in advance is really important as well. Uh, I... I always like make sure that my clients do not rush into anything, uh, whether they're new or old, we're always planning in advance to make sure that we're getting the most out of a launch and it's for the audience. And it's also for the client, because if you are just throwing it out there and you say, Oh, I'm going to do all this stuff and I'm going to have all these monthly deliverables. And then you realize that that's actually so hard to, to stay on top of, you're going to be in doo-doo and you don't want that and you're gonna be really stressed and you're probably gonna burn out or you're gonna feel really guilty having to make the decision that you want to put it on pause or you can't deliver something that month and so I think it's a great idea to pre-record or pre-plan some of the perks that can be pre-planned some of them will be live like live streams so you can't pre-plan that although you can create the schedule in advance and put things on your schedule so you know what's coming up and what to expect but anything that can be done in advance whether it's one to three months in advance I generally recommend that so that you're not falling behind before you even get started now you get to decide what your perks are. So you get to decide how much you're putting into each month. That being said, if you want to have really high-priced, high-tiered, uh, or high-priced tiers, then you do need to be putting in enough to warrant that price, right? Nobody's going to buy in if they don't value what is in that tier. So if you uh, are not willing to show up for the time and effort that it takes to put everything into that Patreon and really deliver on what you promised, then you might uh, have to lower your tiers and just do like a cheaper tier, like a five or $10 thing um, and keep it a little bit more casual in what you're delivering. I mean, either way, I don't mean it should be casual in that you're making it up as you go. I just mean it's not as intense and you're not showing up as much as you might be with a higher priced tier. Cool. So how should we best market our Patreon once it's launched or even prior to it launching? So we're going to take you through a pre-launch runway, basically, where you, before you launch, you are getting your audience ready. So as you're planning the Patreon, you want to be talking about it. You Definitely market research is a part of your strategy as you're planning your offer. And so at that point already, you can start to breadcrumb the Patreon and tell people that it's coming. We want to make sure, of course, that what you're planning for your Patreon is something that your audience wants. And that's really important to do in the market research phase. Then before you even launch it, there is a whole stage of pre-launch content that needs to go out um, because if you just, like I said, plop it out there out of nowhere, your audience is not going to be ready for this. They're not even going to know it's coming. They're not going to know why they should care and therefore they're not going to get in on it. So during the launch, which is probably the most um, self-explanatory part where you just get out there, you announce the Patreon's 
out there. You get people in, you know, you have the welcome party, you do whatever you want to do. The pre-launch is really important because in the pre-launch, you need to get your audience in a place where they are aware that this Patreon is something that they want and need and ready and willing to join it. So that by the time you announce that the doors are open, they are at the edge of their seats waiting to join. And that's actually like the hardest part. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life. Uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind podcast. 